0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to We Could Talk About This All Day Long. Um, I'm Lauren, and I'm here with my co-host and friend, Kathy.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: In case you're a new listener, this is a podcast between two friends. It's a conversation about all different kinds of topics that we could talk about all day long.
1: And we do, and we even do. between the podcasts, <laughs> yes, I mean, we work too, right, but we <laughs> yes, but yes. we text about these topics quite a bit, Definitely. topics of being human, really, exactly, human.
0: yes. yes. And today we are celebrating episode twenty. Wow! Oh! <laughs> wow. The crowd cheers. We need some uh, editing of yeah, the crowd going music,
1: wild. Yeah, yeah, we're going wild because I know twenty is twenty, right? Yeah, twenty like, is twenty. I was thinking that's twenty. Episodes and the really 21 because we had the 11 minute intro we haven't never shared, but it's a big deal in terms of I just see you as a really dear friend, co host, and as I wrote on Instagram the other day, my partner in jumping into something scary and going for it anyway.
0: Yeah. It's been so incredible. Like just such an incredible experience. And it feels like we've known each other forever.
1: That's the way I feel too. Yeah. So And we have our friend Jenny to thank Yes. For that.
0: Thank you, Jenny.
1: Thank you, Jenny.
0: Um, so we're going to jump in first with our newest segment.
1: <laughs> what does our
0: tea bag say? what do our tea
1: thing. say we, I Bums. mean also we need music and we can't steal music so True. If, there's if any, any musicians, musicians out there or songwriters have yeah. some ideas for we a theme song so we could talk about this all day long
0: yeah
1: please get in touch with Lauren yes, and me definitely okay Lauren what is your state today and we're drinking our favorite combo of Yes. I'll give the brand, Yogi Mm -hmm. Positive Energy, and then I really love Moroccan Mint, but I couldn't find it, so this Mm -hmm. is Equal Exchange Peppermint, which is lovely. Yes. So that's our combo. What does yours say?
0: Mine says, you are the master of your judgments, your decisions, and your actions.
1: So appropriate. Right, for today especially. And I think all of our <laughs> mm-hmm. self empowerment and Definitely. Said, what about yours? Hey, mine's. The Equal Exchange doesn't have a message, but no. the yogi says, a peaceful mind is a strong mind. Wow. I would concur. <laughs> yes, we're <laughs> working on it. <this. laughs> working on it.
0: Okay, so I think we're going to. Also do another segment that's looking at our week, at our last week, and then we'll kind of dive into our topic for today. Yeah, and
1: last episode, our week in review was the whole episode. Yes. But this time we'll just, right, we'll keep it as a segment, and then I'm excited. Lauren brought the topic today. Yeah. So, how was your week?
0: Okay, well, my week started off, interestingly, um, so I had... To have a colonoscopy so I had never had one before I'm only 33 um, and so it was on Wednesday morning Tuesday night was kind of the rough part of that if the you've prep. ever had one oh boy. <laughs> you gotta, yeah it's rough um, but I was telling Kathy that the most hilarious thing happened so I had missed uh, one of my grad school classes and they were doing this makeup Zoom. And I didn't know when it was until Tuesday morning. And I got the email, and it was like, hey, we're doing this makeup Zoom from 6 to 7 p.m. And I knew that I had to drink the first prep at 5 p.m.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs>
0: and so, and I knew that I couldn't miss this Zoom because I'd already missed the class and they were being really you know, lenient about it, so I emailed my professor, who is an older woman, so I felt like she would understand. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to say this professionally, but I'm drinking a colonoscopy prep at 5 p.m., so by 6 to 7 p.m., um, I'm not going to be able to have my camera or mic <laughs> on for the Zoom, but I can be there, <laughs> and she responded and was Dying laughing, and it's yeah. just like that is a reasonable
1: request to make. That is funny, that <laughs> is <are> funny. Fine. <laughs> yeah. So. I love finding the lightness and humor, yes, the delightful experience of a colon. <laughs>
0: yes, I told um, Lauren
1: the f- that when I had <laughs> mine a couple years ago, and I am of the age. Um, I ironically, like, I I have a I turn to food shows and I watched That's them right. all night long. <laughs> yes. I mean, of all the things, because you're not eating you're and not you do. Eating. It's not what I would call like a favorite experience, <laughs> of no. But it is important. Yes. And I'm so glad that you had it done. Yes. And
0: yeah, and I think they're moving the age kind
1: of. I heard 45. Back, back. Yeah, yeah. So
0: okay. Well, welcome to the world. <laughs> Thank
1: you. All I is well. Say the best part. Oh, let's reflect on that. Yes. All is well. All is well. Thank so I can
0: Take a good deep breath about that. I mean, all is still not technically well. <laughs> it doesn't feel well yeah. <laughs> physically, but like I don't have cancer. I don't have colitis. There's things that I don't have. So. Thank goodness. Yes. Thank goodness. And then you'll get it figured
1: out. <clears throat> and we'll get it figured this out. This is more of the mystery getting solved.
0: Exactly. So well, that's how it, my week oh. started.
1: What did you think? That's how my week started. Oh, that's how your week started. Keep going. I was just going to say one more colon. <laughs> yes, thing. please. Because I laugh because I developed my own the Kathy Winkle colonoscopy <laughs> prep, colonoscopy prep to prep, <laughs> 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 which I share with anyone who wants that tip, and it it's just eating even cleaner than they say for a week ahead so that that prep period goes, I'm not going to say smoothly, well I did, but goes as swimmingly as possible. Okay. And I'm just glad, I don't want to speak lightly about that, I'm so thankful that so much has been ruled out. Yes. And so much mystery. Resolved. Still some things to find out, but major issues resolved. Exactly. Makes me really grateful. Yes. All right, so keep going on your week.
0: Okay, so then um, I went back to work, and I was telling Kathy before we recorded, so I only went to work Thursday and Friday. It was the week after spring break. Monday, I did go to work, but we didn't have students. It was a professional development day, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, I was off for colonoscopy things. So Thursday and Friday were my two work days this week, and I told Kathy that on Friday morning, I woke up and I felt like just one of the best days I've ever felt. And it, she said, was it like a, a TV show or a movie where you spring out of bed? And it really was. And the music is playing. <laughs> yes. And sun, you rip the
1: curtains open to
0: see yes. sunshine. It was ridiculous. My alarm went off and I was just like, boom, out of bed, which never
1: Was there a muffin anymore. in the
0: room? There was not even a muffin okay. in the room. Right. But that's even crazier. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. So... I And if you're in our area, Friday was just a beautiful, sunny, bright, warm day. It felt like real spring. It did. Mhm. So, and I got to work, and it was just a great day. So great, and I was very grateful for that. And then I woke up Saturday, and it was not quite the same. <laughs> so Kathy and I were just kind of talking about how... There's ebbs and flows, and, um, so this weekend has been a little bit more, um, I guess internally. I don't even know how to say it, but I've just been with myself this weekend and kind of taking it easy. Low tide. Low tide, yes. Well, I
1: just riffed off the ebbs and flows. Yes, Yeah.
0: yeah. Um... And I did read a whole book yesterday, which I'm going to read a little passage from. So, I, I mean, I did that, and it was great. I love to read, but I could just feel myself feeling, yeah, low tide. I like that.
1: Yeah, I've never said that before in relationship to where I'm at emotionally. But that that's helpful for me, too.
0: Yeah. So, I think... I'll pause there because I want Kathy to talk about her week. Because I think we have some commonalities. We do, yeah.
1: as usual. <laughs> um, so, I think this was a good week. I loved. There was a lot of sun, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to remember. Not this weekend, yeah, and but I walked the week. A lot, like you know, uh, for me, I've got what's been feeling good too. I'll share is a pretty dialed in morning routine. Um, where I'm letting myself sleep to when I wake up. I mean, in time for work. And working out is a part of my morning. Not every single day, but I try to go for like four days of this specific workout that has all sorts of options and then walking and moving every day. But I do this online kickboxing workout that has so many videos. Uh, you know, so there's weights, which I did today for example, or there's jump roping or kickboxing. And I love it so much. And I will tag or whatever mm-hmm. the word would be, but um her name's Krista De Paolo and it's called Boxing in Bubbles, oh. and Bubbles. And I flip and love it. This is my second year in membership, which I consider to be extremely reasonable mm-hmm. and uh, through my job I got this wonderful, like, it's lightweight kind of punching uh, sort of bag, but it's good enough. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to be able to do my some of the boxing yeah. workouts, but you don't have to have any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, she always says you can use things around your house or shadow box. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's really good for my mind and soul. And she's super open, Krista, about her own struggles with anxiety and panic, actually, and really open about it. And um, it's just like a cheerleader for all. Mm-hmm. And I really love it. Like on a morning if I wake up that I'm too much in my head, Mm -hmm. and I know I'm on a tangent right now, but I find it really helpful. It's like that whole thing we talk about here, getting in our bodies. So that's a part of my routine. And then sitting on my couch with the lights out and meditating with headspace for about 11 and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And I do that every day. And then um, when I have time before I start work big commute up my steps, <laughs> but um, which I'm so entirely grateful for. Uh, then I try to play some piano, yeah. and I'm really working on uh, an Avett Brothers song that I'm obsessed with called Better Here, oh, yeah. and it can make me weep sometimes, and that's okay, because mm-hmm. it, it means to me I'm fully in my body. So, to, like, an example, today I played that in Imagine by the Beatles and Let Aww. It Be. So it was a little Aww. bit of a tear fest in my <laughs> piano this morning. And I needed it to be that way, I think. I just let them flow. Same in my meditation. I just let the tears flow. Mm-hmm. And work was, I really liked work this week. I mean, overall, I would say 30,000 foot view and 5,000 foot view. I'm grateful for my job. It resonates with me, the people resonate, there's challenge in different ways. I get to show up as me. Mm -hmm. I would say I feel comfortable to show up as me. And I had occasion there this week just to, this is what I appreciate, like, getting to speak from my heart um, on matters that are important and i can't take that for granted so i you know i had one day that was especially meeting heavy and i, I mean truthfully at the start of the day i was like oh boy <laughs> yes. but by the end of the day i'm like they were good meetings you know um significant conversations relationship building or whatever they were and i can't take that lightly mm-hmm. And then Friday was that gorgeous day and I you said it felt like spring and so true and I remember feeling solidly good that day <laughs> and and I took a couple hours off in the afternoon and like went on this walk and then I came back to my backyard and I thought yeah you can get out here cuz I've really been pushing it off just like the first weed or I have lots of ferns. Anyone in this area who needs sword ferns, <laughs> come to me. Um, but, you know, I thought, just start. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for me to get overwhelmed with my yard. And I, Lauren and I were just talking about this, and I thought, what a practice it is for me to just sit by one fern that's huge and trim it back. And then one led to two.
0: Mm -hmm. And that
1: led to three, and that led to four that afternoon. And I loved it. And I was in my heart, I think, yeah, a little bit in my head in places. But I thought, if you just slow down, just slow down. You don't have to do the whole backyard. And this is a metaphor for so much, I think.
0: Well, and it reminds me of the all or nothing. Right. Because... I'm there with my yard right now. You need ferns? (laughs) (laughs) I might need some ferns. But I haven't planted any or done anything because it overwhelms me. And it's like that reminder of just start with the smallest thing.
1: Yeah. Because traditionally, last year there was a lot going on in spring and summer. So literally I got help weeding and I just, I was gone some and what have you. And Mm so I just thought, start small. And then I got four ferns done, trimming them back, and, and then and I felt good about it. Like, it felt good. And then to go inside and know that I worked, and then I actually did a little more work for work, even though I didn't really need to, but it felt good.
0: Yeah.
1: And l- this is where we share some common ground. I, c- I was going to ski yesterday and canceled the plans because the weather wasn't great, and so I woke up too early, mm-hmm. um, and tried to get back to sleep, and I just couldn't. So I said, that's all right. Like start early in the yard, because and I love there's little things about that that help motivate me, like putting on old grubby pants, mm-hmm. a warm flannel shirt, and a sweatshirt, and a favorite hat. Like that helps me. Mm-hmm. And so I got in that gardening uniform. And I went out with the same approach. And I thought, okay, finish the ferns in the backyard slowly. I had my coffee with me. Usually I'll listen to a podcast. I didn't listen to anything. I just stayed out there. Mm-hmm. And then I was motivated by that. And I thought, oh, I want to do some... I'm really going into detail, but <laughs> my mind okay. is flowing. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on stream of consciousness, I think. Yeah. And then I did some, you know, indoor, I had to repot a couple little things, and and then I thought, so it was that feeling of flow, like, well, I mean, I've learned a little about flow, so I don't know that I was in true flow, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't thinking in the sense, I would say I was pulled by magnets, so then I was like, how about pulling a couple dandelions? Mm -hmm. All right. How about... My garden beds, just doing a like pull through the soil, and I don't wear I didn't wear gloves because I do love my hands in the dirt, mm-hmm. and I think it's healthy to wear gloves, but I didn't. And anyway, that's minutia. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, like, it was a few hours, mm-hmm. and I got the ferns trimmed back, Yay. and I pulled a few dandelions. And that was enough for yesterday. Yeah. But what I shared with Lauren is I definitely hit low tide. And I think because I'm not a person who has a plan every other second, I don't actually enjoy that. But I think something in the middle could have been helpful yesterday. So I had like that and then a very delightful but tiny, you know, short-term plan in the afternoon. And what I reflected on this morning is it was like a lot of space and at low tide in that space, I can say that I spent a bit of time in my head. Mm-hmm. And I thought today, oh, well, you could have cleaned the house. That would have brought you out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Um I did a little of that this morning. But anyway, a lot of rambles, but So, yeah, I would just be honest to say that I'm in low tide. And so this morning I just sat at the piano after meditation and workout. And and I, before I sat there, or even the first song, I could feel myself in my head. And I shared with you all a few weeks ago that go-to place of like, oh, I felt some inner anger. And then I was able to stop it and talk out loud and say, no, and I call myself love or sister, yeah. and I just said, no, like this is the time for tenderness. This is the time, every day is, mm-hmm. to not turn on yourself out of regret for past, but to lean in with love, and then let myself get in that song. And that helped me really connect with my heart. And then tears flowed, and which, you know, even when Lauren came to the door, (laughs) they were still flowing. And it's just balance of life.
0: Yeah. And I think, well, thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable because one of the things that we talked about is like, I've been feeling so good. And then it feels almost like a setback when you have a low-tide day, and but it's just life. Yeah. It, like the tide.
1: Yeah, and as my and therapist flows. said, because I said that same thing, Lauren, I said, oh, you know, there'll be days where I take four steps back, and she said, no, it's all moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so when you just said it's just life, and it's life moving forward, yes. and it's just a day, it's just a minute, and I think just like sitting with the fern, or is just be in this present moment and stick with myself to know I can walk through.
0: Yeah, yeah, the not abandoning.
1: Not abandoning, and I,
0: Um I was gonna say I think, she, and Kathy might have shared these on our Insta, but she found some really cool affirmations that go along with us really
1: well I did share them in our stories and I shared a couple slides from We the Urban and a friend had shared this nine slide deck with me this morning but I'm just it's beautiful from We the Urban I'm just going to read the affirmation of the day life is beautiful and I have time I am focused on progress not perfection I am at peace with all that I cannot control. I am at peace with myself. I am a master at practicing acceptance. I lean into faith and lean out of fear. I am empowered. I am healing.
0: Well, wow, that makes me tear up. <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> Thank you for letting me share.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, this kind of reminds me of something I've been thinking about too, which I don't know. Doesn't quite relate to our quote unquote topic today, <laughs> which we haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> but that's okay.
1: It's okay. Uh,
0: it's... So the the book I read um, when I was feeling kind of low on Saturday. It's just a novel, um, but it, it kind of ties into this thing that I've been learning in social work school, actually, so it's interesting. The book is about, uh, it's called The Magic of Lemon Drop Pie, and it's about, um, this young woman who gets a chance to see what her life would have been like if she had made different choices, oh, or... Flighting
1: like Sliding Doors, that movie. Yes, yeah.
0: yes. Yeah, and there's kind of... Is it, like, Midnight Library is another book that's kind of similar to that, but... Um, and it shows how, you know, like, if this hadn't happened, um, and she gets to live life for a day in that alternate reality or whatever... And what she finds is, like, each reality has its own complications and its own kind of sacrifices or whatever. So she thinks, like, oh, if this one thing hadn't happened, everything would be perfect. But then she goes there and it's like, well, no, because this other thing would have happened. Kind of a thing. Um, But it just made me think about, like, I guess cultivating the life that you want, kind of is what she learned in the end, of course, of just, like, we can't control a lot of things. Um, And so, what are you wanting to get out of life? And one of... There's this uh, strategy in clinical social work that I've learned called the miracle question. Mm. Have you heard of this? No. (laughs) I had never heard of it either. And... This isn't verbatim, but it's something like if you woke up tomorrow and everything was exactly how you wanted it to be, like what would your day look like?
1: Oh, wow.
0: Right? And so, because in grad school, we were learning a lot about focusing on solutions and strengths and not so much the problem. So, like if you're clinical practitioner. And remind everyone what you're studying. Yes I'm (laughs) getting my master's in social work. Thank you. Um, And part of it is looking at you know if you're working one-on-one or even in a small group of people just in the past a lot of times we focus on the problem like this is the thing I want to stop doing Mm -hmm. and it's like let's look at what it would look like if you had you know the life of your dreams, which sounds kind of cliche, but you know, um, what would that look like and how can you get there? And so that has been on my mind this week (laughs) and it fit in with this book because it was so beautiful for her to see these different ways that her life could have gone and then kind of realizing like, no, I want to make whatever life I can, you know, with what what was given to me. And so I did want to read a little passage. And I, I think this will all connect together, maybe. It'll be what it is. Yeah. So it says, and this is The Magic of Lemon Drop Pie by Rachel Linden. It says, Somehow, miraculously, everything had fallen into place as it was supposed to all along. Through heartbreak and sorrow, sacrifice and drudgery, through hope lost and hope regained, I learned little by little to be honest, to pay attention, to seek joy, and through all the ups and downs, the tears and bittersweet lessons, my lemon of a life had gradually been, been transformed into this the most deliciously sweet, perfectly imperfect second chance I could ever imagine.
1: Oh, that's that's really it's beautiful and This, Lauren, when you said the miracle question, I'm really intrigued because, you know, I coach people. That's right. And that leans itself into a coaching style question, which for me, a lot of what the coaching I do, I I don't think it's just my coaching. This is what I glean out of coaching is I'm here and I want to be there. Like, so I'm at point A, I Mm -hmm. want to be at point B. It doesn't have to mean changing my entire life. It's just I want to feel more of a certain way would be an example. And the space in between is the space to walk through of confronting what might be in the way. But what I love that you said, it's not about the focus on a problem. Quite the opposite. It's about embracing and accepting who you are, what is, and then leaning into design, in a sense, steps as part of a plan to get to point B. And that is not the silver bullet. Point right. B is not no. the silver bullet. It's just. I want to experience more space and time in my life. Mm-hmm. Could be something, and so we're always working on these things. But I really thank you for sharing that. I, it sounds progressive in a program like that. I don't know if it is. It just right. feels that way. Yeah. And um, I really love that part of, you know, what you're speaking to and that passage about also what we have talked about in here, which is not abandoning yourself. It isn't changing everything about you. It's accepting it, holding it, being tender with it, not fleeing, because that self is the self that can get from point A to point B. Yes. It isn't stripping everything like she said. Mm-hmm. Everything has been here. Yes. That's the beauty. Yes.
0: And so that, that passage, well the whole book connected, it just reminded me of the miracle question and then it just reminded me this weekend when I was feeling low and I want to not <laughs> and just be like, "You, this is who you are yeah. and right now this is what's happening. And it doesn't mean that you're here forever. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, just holding that space for yourself and not abandoning yourself, which is why that your affirmations that you read made me tear up because it's...
1: Yeah. And we don't plan this. I mean, seriously, this is just... There are mornings, like, I'll meditate and then... Right, Lauren, and say, oh my gosh, what you're thinking about for this week's topic just came up in my yes. meditation. So none of this is planned. I think it's being present and open and curious. So Because even when you just spoke just now, you know, as I shared, I've been in low tide and I still am. Mm-hmm. However, you said something about, you know... I can't do it verbatim, so I'm just going to take what I gleaned as, you know, being in this space, like accepting it's not forever, this low tide. And I say the same to myself and also, and I got you, meaning me. Mm -hmm. I got you. I'm here for it, and I'm here for you. And if you want to lay on the couch and watch (laughs) TV, you can do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to get up and clean... I'm going to make you work out, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to sit at the piano, you're going to get out in the yard a little bit, and then the rest, you get the space and time that feels like a blanket if that's what it is. It's not forever. And I'm not leaving you because it's hard. And what I mean by that is go find an unhealthy distraction. Mm -hmm. yeah, nothing dangerous, but like choosing something that would take me away from myself. Right, and it—you know—it sounds cliche to say it's hard, and it is hard. Yeah, it is. It is hard, and I'm just do not want this moment to pass to say again, like how grateful I am that you walked in the door this morning and we could hug and. I am a little teary because I'm just so grateful.
0: Yeah. Well, I think for both of us this whole podcast has been such a good practice in being present and mindful in our own lives but with each other and to do that for 20 weeks yeah. is pretty incredible.
1: Here's to 20 more and 20 more. And we're in it one step at a time. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know everything. I just believe we're both super open and curious. Yeah. And that's all I could ask for. That's being present, Mm -hmm. is you don't know the next thing.
0: Exactly.
1: And like the affirmation, you know, to let go of control. What a balance that is, right? We don't have all the answers about anything. (laughs) So to be, and that's like, it's just precious this time. Yeah. So, all right. Now you had. All right. I'm wiping my tears. <laughs> you had the topic for the week. Yeah. So will you share? That? I will. We're already thirty-three. <laughs> We'll do it It'll be the start of the topic Um, And this is the beauty Like we didn't know where this was going to go
0: Yeah no idea So but the interesting thing was So a friend of mine Brought up this topic and then I brought it up To Kathy and then you Experienced it in your own life Like we've been talking about So the topic was How to not take things Personally Um and so a friend of mine had brought that up to me, so I brought it up to Kathy, and then you said you're in your meditation. It
1: was yeah. So it was my meditation that, you know, is a bit of a tangent, but it was like loving yourself. It's that same. You do not know what's going on around you. Yeah. And then I I talked talk, uh, told you all about um, a gift. A friend had given me for my birthday called The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. And so it's just a daily read. So today I read, um, because we're taping on a Sunday, I read April 16th. You know, yesterday. Okay, you get it. So that day that you brought it up was about, it was a tangent of that. But it was about this notion of we make up stories about what's going on because we don't know. So, oh, their tone was different in the meeting today. They must be furious with me. Yes. Yes. And what this reading said was like, that's egocentric Mm. in its own way. Yes. To think that everything is because of you. Right. And I thought, wow, like I never thought it that way, but of course it makes such sense. Right. And I want to hear you. I had like one experience this week where it wasn't that. It's not, oh, what do they think of me? But more like when I'm in, I would say, not centered in myself, mm-hmm. I can have this thing, this experience of feeling like there's a spotlight on me. Mm-hmm. And it's this old good girl complex of mine. Oh, am I being kind enough? Or no, not kind actually, nice, nice. enough. Am I behaving okay here? And I just was like, girl, toss that out. <laughs> <laughs> you are who you are. Yes. But I want, I'd want i love to hear from you, even as the start.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, I think, and we
1: can go over a little. It's our yeah, 20th week. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yes, 20 minutes over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I think this happens a lot. In the workplace, for sure, because of emails and things where you can't read tone. <laughs> um, that happens a lot. And like you said, I think many times the person is not thinking about you personally at all. Um, sometimes people just need to get an email out, and it seems really direct and really, you know, uh, harsh, but in their mind, they're just like, I need to get this, you know, information out.
1: Right.
0: Boom. Um, I personally feel like I experience it a lot with my husband. And that will probably be more (laughs) in the next episode. But because I think it goes back to like childhood things Mm -hmm. where I get, I feel like I get crushed really easily. Yes. From things that and I can recognize it now as an adult, like, if he does something so... I can't... I'll have to think of examples mm-hmm. for next week because I can't think of any right now, but it's something so minuscule that is not, you know, objectively bad or anything, right. but it's like the the way that I perceive it is just crushing, and then, of course, he has no no idea... <laughs>
1: And do you ask him, or how does it heal?
0: Well, I've gotten so much better um, with therapy (laughs) of, yeah, in the moment, just being like, oh, this made me feel this way. Or maybe not in the moment, but just a little bit later. Um, And then we can talk about it. But I now know, I mean, it is almost always a, a response from you know, childhood things, I think, of just, like... Um, it, it's usually around not being, like, seen yeah. kind of a thing, or um, being dismissed, almost. And mm-hmm. he is... Like, I have to say this <laughs> um, very directly. He's not doing that. Yeah. But it's just... It brings me back, I think, to that kind of a thing. Um, and so... That's where I see it more in myself. Um, but the friend who brought it up, I think, uh, sees it a lot at work, definitely, where people... I think everyone is stressed, and you say things or send things without without even thinking how it's going to be perceived by the other person, you know? Um, so... I don't know. That's what I...
1: No, I appreciate that. And I do think this is worth a whole episode on. It's, um, you know, I think it's humans, this is just my belief. We all want to be... Well, I'm generalizing. (laughs) I believe a lot of us want that feeling of being seen, heard, and validated. And... I don't mean a pat on the back, no. like, you're amazing, Lauren, <laughs> right. but you are, but that's that's Same. not what, what I mean. It's, right. you see me, you are listening yes. on a different level, because I'm doing that for you, for sure you, yes. but like for you, yes. who I'm with. and if I'm not, then I'm not present, and I need to check that, Yes, and I've been guilty of that many times. I think I'm slowing down there a lot, but this, what you're sharing, I've got another read and then I want to, is just, this also, We the Urban, I think I might have shared this today, please don't ever abandon yourself again, especially not in the name of trying to be seen, heard, and validated. By a temporary connection. Mm-hmm. Which your marriage is not a temporary <laughs> connection. <laughs> Fingers Stop crossed. Stop holding on to things that don't demonstrate respect for your value. You deserve so much more. So that's not hitting on exactly... Because your husband, you have such trust. And as you said and shared, that's not what he's doing. Right. It's triggering something old yes. that came from places like this. Yes. And I've shared with y'all that I took this beautiful, fantastic... Leadership course, a couple months ago, it wrapped up, Dare to Lead, uh, it is taught by a certified Dare to Lead instructor, certified by Brene Brown. I would love to go get that (laughs) certification, but it's not offered anymore. So this was phenomenal. It's, so I can lead the, not lead that course, but lead, like, off what (laughs) we learn, but, so anyway, it's, it's super cool. Um, but, anyway, the point of that is, something huge that she teaches is we, as humans, make up stories all day long. Like, the tone in that email is, I'm clearly not doing enough. Yes. Well, I didn't do enough today on my job. Yes. I went through that with emails last year, and it triggered back to my mom. It had yes. nothing to... T- yes. You know, just, well, that wasn't enough, right? hmm And... Love you, Mom, up there, but you know <laughs> yeah. that was real, and then um, and so what you say, like the email or the tone or your husband, whatever it was when you think of examples, we're making up a story about it., mm-hmm. we do it all speak for myself, I do it all day long,
0: yeah,
1: all day long. could have been the podcast. <laughs> We make up stories. We make all up, day up stories all day, all day long. Well, that could be the title for next week. Yes. And what? So Brene says, like when you're going to have this, um, it's not a comfort. I mean, it. This is. It can be at home, personal life, and at work. But you lead in with my story is when you said those words. I Heard a tone, and my story is you might be upset with me right now. Mm-hmm. And that person could say, Oh my gosh, not at all. I'm just frustrated because I'm running late for this class I was super excited to take. Right. Or it could be, Yeah, I'm actually feeling really frustrated when you said that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I asked you not to say that till we were ready, you know? Right. And so. Getting to the truth, but until we do ask, when it feels like we have the energy and want to know, then, but it's a story. Mm -hmm. And we, really, I do it all day long. And so that's where I use, set it down. I say aloud, you do not know, you're making up stories. If you care that much, you can ask Mm -hmm. or you can let this go. Set it down. In a loving tone. Yeah. I don't have to have a harsh tone with myself. <laughs> no. But set it down. Yeah. So, thank you for bringing this up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's an important one, because like you said, I think so many of us do this all day long, and then you start kind of spinning, you know.
1: Yeah. And to be present in it, which is open and curious, which is, so I'm curious. I'm wondering. Yeah. Here's my story. I'm wondering, when you said this, what did you mean? Mm -hmm. It's just powerful if whoever were, you know, if it's at work or your husband, that you get present, both of you, to have this where he can say, oh, no, Lauren, here's where I was coming from. And then you have the awareness, as you powerfully shared, oh, this goes back to my kidhood, mm-hmm. it's a place where I felt insecure. Oh man, I'm learning that with, we touched on attachment last week, and for me, again, it's not about the person, it's the feeling or this, or a story, right? Yes. And that's, it triggers back. Mm-hmm. It's old. Yes. So, okay, we got a lot. Yeah. That, thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yes. We didn't know we'd talk almost no. 40 minutes on on low tide. and yeah. week. yeah. And acceptance.
0: Well, thank you all. And thank you, Kathy.
1: Thank you, Lauren, so much. And thank you all for being with us on episode 20. 20. So exciting. Lauren and I are going to celebrate.
0: Yes, we are. All right. Well, until next time.
1: Have a great week. High tides, low tides, and all.
0: Yep. Bye, everyone.